Episode number two, Ten Minute Cinema. How you doing, Tay Varvel? Ten minutes in. Here we go. Ten minutes in. All right, let's start off. Did you watch any movies this week? I did. Did you? I did. All right. All right. Where are you going? No. <laughs> Tell me about them. Oh. Well, I actually saw three movies this week. Whoa. To make up for the zero from the last episode. That was pretty embarrassing. It kind of Movie was. podcasts, and you didn't even watch any movies. Yeah. Well, you kind of sprung that on me. So I did, this but... This time, I came charging in full speed. Okay. Saw kind of a older movie in the like, mid-80s. Really? Yeah. It's called uh, Akira. Akira. And yeah. Don't It's a Japanese recall. anime. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I've heard of it, actually. Pretty popular. A uh, friend of mine from work loaned it to me. Uh, very strange. Very strange? Yeah. I think I liked it, though. Okay. Uh, was it, like, mostly, uh, violence, or was it, like... Because yes. a lot of anime that I, like, have heard about is, like, really sexual, actually, so... Oh, really? Okay. Well, I mean, there is nudity in it, but it's mostly violent. Okay. Uh, okay. It was pretty good, though. Overall, I enjoyed it. You liked uh, it? Yeah. Alright. And then, on Saturday, to celebrate being the 5th of November, I watched V for Vendetta. I've never seen it. Oh, I had actually only seen it once, and that was in the movie theater back in 05. Oh, yeah. So there was quite a bit of it that I had forgotten, so it was kind of like watching it again for the first time. Almost. That's cool. So, yeah, it was pretty neat. Uh, got to watch it with a couple of super fans, so they threw in some tidbits and knowledge along the way, and it was pretty interesting. I really liked it. It's an enjoyable film. Okay, and what what's the last one? Uh, Sunday night, went to see Doctor Strange. Oh, how was it? I enjoyed it a lot. They did a good job bringing the magical, mystical element into a Marvel movie. And, okay. Yeah. Well, you're a comic reader, so have you ever read any Doctor Strange? Uh, not too much. I've seen him like when he guest stars, basically, in other comics. Okay. And team ups like that, but never really an actual full on Doctor Strange issue. Did they carry the essence? essence well in the movie? I think so, yeah. Cool. They caught a lot of the good points of it, and Cumberbatch is a great actor. So yeah. Well, I mean, you can't really go wrong with that yeah, casting. It definitely. Uh, it's funny because, uh, what's his name from Grey's Anatomy? Patrick, uh, he, he was McLovin. Patrick Dempsey. He actually campaigned for that role for years with Marvel because he's like a huge Doctor Strange fan. Wow. And so I was really sad at first when I heard he wasn't going to get it until I saw who they got, and I was like, oh, okay. okay, I'm totally happy with that. Let me just correct you now before Twitter yells at you. McLovin okay. is from Superbad. That's Christopher McLovin. <laughs> Mc I Lovin. think you meant McSteamy. Mc, McDreamy, is it? Or whatever, yeah, something like uh, that. One or the other. Both of them. Oh, there's both of them? Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. We don't know who you are. You're sleeping. Fact check. <laughs> got fact checked by Christina. I mean, Stranger. So what did you see this week? Oh, well, I went for two comedies again because my fiancé likes to watch comedies a lot. Okay. Uh, the first one we watched was Central Intelligence. The Rock? Yeah, The Rock, Kevin Hart. All right. I was pleasantly surprised. Like, Really? Most Kevin Hart movies are just kind of average for me. Yeah. This one really was up there. This is probably one of my favorite comedies of the year, actually. Holy cow. I enjoyed it a lot. Okay. They had great chemistry together. It looked like they were having fun the entire movie. Kind of like us. Uh, well, yeah, maybe. Maybe not. We're a little dry sometimes, I guess. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but, you know, it was a pretty good movie. I, I enjoyed it. I laughed quite a bit. And then the second movie was uh, Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates. Do you, do you have any unseen preview for it? It's Zac no. Efron and uh, Adam Dev- Levine. No. D- Divine. 
I knew it was one of those two. The guy from uh, Workaholics. Did you okay. ever see that? Not Maroon 5. No, not Maroon 5. Not okay. him. Okay. <laughs> she will be loved. Oh. <laughs> anyway, it's Divine from Workaholics, and he's like in everything. I don't know if you know who he is right now. No. He's just one of those young commie guys. He's in Pitch Perfect. He's a boomer. The, like, guy that gets the backup video, be a backup oh. dancer in the video. Okay. So it had him in it, and... Uh, Zach Efron and Kendrick and Audrey Plaza from Parks and Rec fame. Okay. And I didn't actually know that, but the two girls are actually best friends in real life. Neat. Yeah. It, it was it was funny. It wasn't the best comedy, but it's pretty funny. I enjoyed it. Okay. Be a little above average, maybe. Maybe just average. I don't know. So yeah, that's what I watched this week. I only had two. You beat me this week, but so far my average is higher up. Well, you think. It's higher than yours. I, I'm three and two. So I'm 2.5. You're 1.5. That's quick math skills. Really? Yeah, it happened right there. That calculated brain of yours. Boom. I was like, carry the one. Mm-hmm. Boom. Anyway, uh, you ready to go through minutes 10 through 20? I am. Of Gremlins. Our movie right now. And go. Alright, so we come back to the bank where we last left off. And she wants him to sign this petition, so he starts signing it. And she all of a sudden reminds him to cross his T. Because he would not have done that. It's very important. I thought that was pretty funny. And then right away... Well, I just want to mention real quick. Okay. She got pretty darn close to him here. Oh yeah, th- this is They are space. sharing the same air. They're basically almost sharing faces. Just about. And they're pretty close. My gosh, there is some chemistry here. Oh, yeah. There's definitely sparks flying here. For I mean, sure. fireworks were visible during this whole scene. I didn't see those, actually. Well, that might be my brain tumor. Okay. Just kidding. <laughs> okay, well, anyway, I'll cut that out. <laughs> Just kidding, I'm not going to. Uh, so then we have uh, this angry, middle-aged woman. Well, upper middle-aged, but she's definitely, she's not 60 yet, I want to think. She might be. She's getting close, I think. You think so? I think so. Okay, well, color me surprised. Okay. Uh, she's just walking down the street carrying this giant snowman head, and this looks like the angriest person you could possibly ever meet. Yeah. Like, basically, any of the, like guests that you used to have at the movies that came on, like, for one of the war movies. And it felt like their car broke down and everything bad ever happened to them and then they came into the building and just attacked you. Mm-hmm. The thing I noted here is the music that they decided to play as she's walking down the street. I couldn't help but laugh because it reminds me of the song that the uh, family guy plays whenever the fat guy tuba walk. You know, they're following with the tuba to do the soundtrack of his life. And no, I don't remember this episode. Uh, well, I've seen a lot of them, but I don't remember it. It's very funny. And okay. That, that's what it reminds me here. There's a lot of very, very heavy bass notes. Definitely. I mean, it's almost comical, but still very villainous. It kind of reminded me of a Christmas story whenever uh, he's scaring to cuss like it. So, type sounds. Yeah. That's what I thought of. Uh, and so then... This lady comes up called Mrs. Harris, and she go, 
she's like pleading with her that she's not going to be able to pay her bill for two weeks or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she's like, well, I guess you know what to ask Santa for Christmas. Hilarious. Yeah. Just super mean. Yeah. The villain has been established. Yes. This is like, why well, I basically looked at it was the female Potter from It's a Wonderful Life. That's because it starts with a bank and then boom, you see her. Yeah. So that's why I got And then this funny quote happens. So Mrs. Harris gets denied. And then she has her two kids with her, her two daughters. And she, the one of the daughters goes, Mommy, I'm hungry. And the mom replies with the most depressing quote of the movie, probably. I would hope. Yes, honey, so am I. <laughs> just completely flat, like, yeah. just destroyed by this woman already. <laughs> yes, yes, honey, so am I. We're going to starve. We're, we're going to die. Yeah, Merry Christmas. <laughs> so this is not like one of those feel-good movies right now. So she comes into the bank, carrying the snowman head. Yeah, still has the snowman head. Shoves her way to the front of the line. The several people, five, six people in line for Billy's line. And throws the head up onto the counter and says... This is all that's left of my Bavarian imported snowman. <laughs> Can you say that one more time? No, I can't. Oh, that was gonna perfect. Listen to the podcast again. Okay, but I want to hear it right now because it's on the podcast. Well, it is, but yeah. the podcast isn't gonna be up tonight. It's gonna be up tomorrow. No, which when they're listening to it, Friday. it'll be now. It's coming up Friday, but it's actually in the past. Oh, it is coming up Friday. You're right. Yeah. Today's not Thursday. It's no, Wednesday. It's Wednesday. Wow, look at that. Yeah. Boom. But they'll think that's now. But really, it was two days ago when this happened. Whoa. Mind blown part two. Now I see the firework. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so she decides she doesn't want money for a snowman. Which no, no, no. Oh. Okay. No money. No money. That's not going to cut it. She, she wants, wants his dog. The dog. The dog. Wow. This is pretty hardcore. What does she want to do with the dog, Varble? Well, she wants it dead. Wow. She offers out that she can take it, and she will take it to the veterinarian clinic, and they're going to put it to sleep. And then her line is, that would be much more pleasant than what I could do to him. And Billy's just frightened to death. He's like, well, what, what, well, what, what could you do? You do? <laughs> and what did she say? She says, maybe I'll put him in my spin dryer on high heat. And this random old guy goes, that'll do it. <laughs> He's experienced. He knows. That, <laughs> that was just so funny. So cheesy at that moment. That'll do it. <laughs> of course it would. <laughs> but it's at this time that Barney, who has been at the bank as we discussed last episode, chews through his leash, jumps over the counter and starts attacking Mrs. Deagle. Well, of course, because how could he not get in more trouble right now but have the dog attack her? Yeah. And from the dog point of view, I mean, he's, she said some awful things. Oh, yeah. He was trying to stay calm. You could yeah. tell mm-hmm. he was really searching deep within to stop this from happening. But yeah. And ironically, as he jumps over the counter, he knocks over the head, thus destroying the rest of the remaining snowman. That Which is seen. what she deserved at. Ooh! Can't wait till she gets hers. If she does, I don't remember her at all. Oh. Didn't remember her at all. Oh, wow. You were in for a treat. Oh, man. I can't wait. <laughs> However... We did see Judge, finally. 
And I did remember him once I saw him. Okay. Douchebag. Very much so. Uh, he comes, says like a quick line at the bank, and then we're back at the bar where Billy's just uh, having a drink, I guess. We're not back at the bar. It's well, we're the at time. the bar. This is the first time it's been established. Right. And he's just having a drink. And he comes over and he goes, hey, Captain Clip-On. Big burn there. Oh, yeah. Sick burn. Good insult. Saving that one for later. My name is Judge. He, he didn't say that. My name is Judge. I don't, I don't, he didn't say that at all. You don't get the reference? His name is Gerald. Yeah, but you don't get the reference. From Arrested Development, Joe gets the magazine for Judge Ryan Court's court or whatever, and it's my name, and he would close the magazine. It's Judge. Do you use Franklin? No? No. I think you do. I think you just make me look like an idiot on the podcast. That doesn't take much. It doesn't, but you know what? That's what you're doing. I know you are. Because that's what you do. You'll get what's coming to you. Just like Mrs. Deagle. Just like Mrs. Deagle. And then Kate works there, apparently. Yeah, two jobs. Struggling. Not going to have much time for love. Or maybe she will. Oh, okay. So it sounded like she did this for free. Like she just kind of helped out at this bar. The way that uh, Gerald was saying it, like, oh, you work for nothing. Like, I think he's also just kind of ribbing that he has a great job. He is a executive vice president of the branch at 23. He's going to be president at 25. And be a millionaire by 30. Millionaire by 30. It's a good plan. But I, I love what he said. He, he goes to Kate. He's like, hey, Kate, you haven't seen my new apartment yet. And she comes back. I haven't seen your old apartment either. Shot down. It was not only a shot down, but she was letting Billy know, hey, I'm not interested in this clown. You think so? Yeah. Oh, totally. The way she said that, she was totally letting Billy know, I've never done anything with this jerk. My heart's to you. Hmm. Oh, yeah, that's definitely what she was doing with that vibe there. Okay, I wasn't picking that up. You weren't picking it up. It's no. totally what she was doing. I'm a bit oblivious when it comes to love. So. Well, yeah, you are. Like, if I were to ask you for advice, I would then take what you said and do the opposite. That's probably how you succeeded. <laughs> it is how I succeeded. Wow, that was really harsh. I kind of feel bad, but then I look at you and it just doesn't happen anymore. Wow. <laughs> so Gerald really gets established as a kind of a um <coughs> how do I want to say it? He's he's he wants to act like he's sophisticated, but he really has no idea what the fuck he's doing. I don't know if you picked up on this. Oh yes. He orders a vodka martini shaken and not stirred. Trying to be like James Bond. Absolutely. Vodka martinis, it doesn't matter. It's the gin martinis that need to be shaken. Vodkas can't get bruised in anyway, so you just serve them. I did not know that. That's fine. Yeah. He also went with another line with Kate still. I, I just want to bring this up because it's hilarious. He's like, come on, Kate. Come over. We're talking cable. It's a big thing in 84. Wow. We could do dinner sometime. With cable. That was his line. That's like the equivalent of someone saying Netflix and chill at this day and age. Yeah. I got a 4K curved TV, baby. Oh, damn. I might come over then. Yeah. 
You, you're, you're talking some sweet moves to me. Yeah, and stroking the beard. <laughs> and the beard. The three and a half inch long beard. Is that what you said no. earlier? No. no, not at all. What did you say? I said seven and a half. Seven and a half? Yes. That is way longer. Yeah, three and a half is the longest my hair on my head is. Oh, okay. So. I misheard. Yeah. I was getting it ready for us to yep. Failure. Do. Failure. Whatever your failure. That's why I said it wrong. Mm -hmm. So now, we back go, to the Peltzer household. Yeah, we go back to the house. We get to see the mom for the yeah. first time. And look at She's watching This Wonderful Life. I think oh, was, really? She was. Oh, okay. You didn't realize that it was a wonderful life? It's Jimmy Stewart. He's running down the street, like, because he's back from... The future. No, he's not the future. Oh. He's back from his dream or what, What? well, his I, journey, I guess, with Clarence. He's back in his real life now. He's running down the street because he wants to see his family that he hasn't seen in, like, two hours. But, you know, they weren't family in his journey. Okay. Have you never seen it? No. Oh, man, it is an absolute Christmas classic. I mean, I knew it was a Christmas movie. That's all I, I just thought it that. It might be our second movie. I'm going to put it on as one of the votes. Wow, okay. It is fantastic. So you don't even know the Mr. Potter reference I made, already. No, I thought it was a Harry Potter thing that I just didn't get. No, it's A Wonderful Life, and uh, this is really good because they're showing the movie, which means that they're kind of aiming for that in a way. They're like saying, hey, look at this movie. It'll remind you of Mr. Potter. Okay. Then He's a very old man. He's owns more than half the town, and he's, like, crushing families left and right with finances. And Jimmy Stewart's the only one that can stand up to him and beat him. And it's a really great movie. you got to see it. Okay. Uh, My main note here is, after seeing the mom, they did a great job of casting, because they look like family. They definitely do. At least the mom and son do. Yeah. Not the dad so much. Mm, I could still kind of see I, it, though. There, there's a little bit of resemblance, but it's just the mom and son are, like, dead on. They are perfect casting. It's almost like if it's his aunt or something in real life, and they just were like, you want to do a movie? <clears throat> anyway, so, uh, also to note here, there's a lot of inventions around the kitchen. A lot, that, of, a lot of gadgets. A lot of gadgets that do not necessarily do the job. Uh, there was eggs that just completely went haywire when they tried to crack the shell for you. So it's showing that the dad is definitely a failed inventor. Ouch. I mean, both gadgets we've seen so far have been failed in some way while they're being used. Not catastrophically, though. But he's definitely not 100% accurate with anything he makes so far. That's true. I mean, he's no... Uh, and it was alluded to earlier by Mrs. Deagle that the father isn't quite in the best of financial stability. Which means he's probably not good at inventing stuff. Yeah. It's definitely foreshadowed a lot here. Okay. So he comes home. Yep. Has a present in his hand that's wrapped pretty tightly. It is. And he gives it to Billy. Mm -hmm. And Billy goes, with the most gleeful... Right okay. First, he says, you're going to like this one. And then he says... <laughs> With the most gleeful smile, I have to get that because it was so cheesy. Wait, what, what was it? <laughs> what is it? A birdcage? That's the most exciting thing he can think of. The most exciting thing he can think of. 
Then he's like, oh no, it's a puppy. I can definitely tell it's not a puppy. So, here's where I have an issue, though. Okay. Gizmo, as we learn his name is, uh-huh. is wrapped in not only a box that's shut, with no holes in it, I can see. It had mesh on the lid. Okay, Whenever but... Whenever they lift the lid up, there's... But, okay, it has mesh. But then, it's wrapped with wrapping paper. I mean, maybe he did this in his car when he was outside. I would assume so. But most likely, he's not the kind that wraps his own presents. He probably went somewhere to have it gift wrapped, because that happened more so in the 80s. So he literally had this wrapped, drove home... How is Gizmo not dead right now? How do we know he needs to breathe? That's not one of the rules. Let him breathe. That's true. But this is a very sketchy thing to do. Wrapping a pet in a box for, I would have to assume, at least 10 minutes. At the very least. But we could be talking 30 minutes. We could be talking an hour. Like, Gizmo needs to breathe. I'm sure. I think we're fine. I'm going to wrap you in a box for ten minutes, and you'll be okay. I don't want to do that at all. It'll be a good surprise. I'll show you a good surprise. Okay. (laughs) So this is our first real look at Gizmo. Yeah. He's a cute little sucker. And then he he crawls out of the box here. Alright. And Billy goes, you're kidding. (laughs) What is he kidding about? Like... He has no idea what this is, so why does he go, you're kidding. Like, this is some really bad acting on Billy's part. Yeah. I don't think he's been in anything else besides the Gremlins franchise. Mm. And there's probably a reason for that. So he picks him up, and he's like, this is really neat. (laughs) Maybe it's just the phrasing of the 80s that we don't remember. Yeah. Maybe this is like a good type written script, and we're just... Knock it, because it's 2016. Could be. But it this seems like the writing could have been a little bit better in the dialogue. Yeah. So, uh, the mom goes, I hope he's housebroken. I mean, come on, this is pretty cheesy at this point. So then we get, you know, a nice family photo. Oh, we okay. Got, we got to get Billy and Gizmo to have a nice family photo. It's well, yeah, a good you- time. When you open up your presents, parents always take pictures of that. And the dad doesn't seem to think that he should mention nah. that one of the rules are about to be broken. Well, how bright could it really be? It's a flash. Those things are freaking bright. So, of course, the camera flasher goes off, and all of a sudden Gizmo runs to the dad, shivers and shakes. Got the little frown on his face. It was Frown of... on his face, and he's like, bright light, bright light. Just like that. Oh my god, is Gizmo here? Yes. That's crazy. So, and then the dad's like, let's go over these rules again. They want, they really want you to know these rules. Because this is like the third time they've said Amari. Yeah. In 20 minutes. So, what are the rules again? Well, you know, no bright lights. No bright lights. That's obvious now, after what just happened. And the dad says, don't give him bath. Yeah. He doesn't say, don't put water on him. He just says, don't give him bath. Or don't let him drink. Don't let him drink. So that brings up a question. How? There's got to be some kind of weird biology. Because they got to be able to drink something. Like the, the human body is, you know, 70% water. If you don't have water, you die. Right. So this is a mystical creature. I guess so, because he, he apparently doesn't need air. 
He doesn't need water. Yeah. He actually is against water. Right. It hurts him. Yeah. So. And really, I don't think they ever get a chance to eat. Because they can't be out in the sunlight. Well, yeah, we talked about that last time. The sunlight time. will kill them. But they can't eat after midnight. So that was my a, first mind There's a really small window there of when they could actually eat. By, between sun, I, I think they between still eat sundown though. and midnight. Because one of the things I remember from this movie, I'm pretty sure Billy feeds them something. Chicken. Chicken. It's like it popped in my head out of nowhere. Huh. <laughs> so, yeah, he feeds them something. Well, just because they do eat doesn't mean they have to. I, I would assume he has to eat. I mean, you would assume he had to drink, too. Maybe he can drink milk. We, we, we don't know. Maybe he's a milk drinker. Maybe if the water's diluted enough with other chemicals that it doesn't affect him. Water is used to dilute things. You can't dilute water. You could. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to come over on next time and have some diluted water with you then. Okay. All right. You'll see. I'll, I'll just put some more water in. All right. <laughs> I hate you. All right. And then, uh, it, yeah, I know. I know. We need to wrap up. So uh, the final couple of seconds here. We see Billy's playing on his electric keyboard, mm-hmm. and uh, Gizmo is matching tune. Yeah. And that's how this uh, story ends for this week. Yep. Right at the 20-minute mark. Pre- pretty good t- 10 minutes, so I think this I was think a so. lot better than the first 10 minutes. I agree. But it's definitely a very cheesy movie at this point. Yeah. Well, it's still, you know, comedy. It is a comedy horror, yeah. so... But it's more comedy that, and kind of family-ish than it is horror. At this point. It, I think it has more just horror elements to the genre of being family comedy. Mm. It's, it's going to get messed up soon. Okay. Well, that's all we got for this week. All right. This Friday. This is Friday. I'll Actually, it's Wednesday. Yeah, I'll see you Monday. We will see you Monday. Okay. All right. This is, uh... Gonna get cut because, yeah. Yep. Pretty awkward. Yep. We don't really have a sign off yet, so.